0: hi everybody welcome on in to another episode of breakfast at ruby's a special pride episode because we're hosting a panel on asexuality Um, i'm your moderator slash host project ruby you can find me on most good social media platforms at project ruby the project ruby on tiktok it is a pretty it's okay it's an okay platform you know the others are good but tiktok is it's quite a, all right. Um, <laughs> joining me, we have a wonderful uh, group of panelists that are going to talk about their experiences being in the ace spectrum, which uh, for people who don't know, uh, the A in LGBTQIA does not stand for ally. So we're going to get to that today. Um, so <laughs> we're putting the A in ally, starting with the wonderful... Uh, ooh, this way, Dubu. Hello, pointing. Hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can see that. Yes. Do Do you want to introduce yourself to the to the people watching or listening who happen to not be familiar with you for some reason?
1: Uh. Well, I'm Dubu. Uh, I'm a scuffed streamer from Australia, and uh, I'm asexual, a romantic, and a gender, and I use they them pronouns. So uh, I like to call myself a triple A battery.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know what? I I appreciate that very much. <laughs> um we also have Pants Travean. Hello.
2: Hello. I'm Pants. Uh I go by they them pronouns and I'm a VTuber, cosplayer, variety streamer. That's very chaotic. Um and I'm very much ace and biromantic. Hello. <laughs>
0: yes. Welcome on in. And of course we have Brian. How are you?
3: I'm good. It's 8 a.m. The sun's <laughs> out. This is exciting. But hi. <laughs> yeah, I'm Sir Brandude on everything. Uh, my pronouns are he/him, and I identify as gay ace.
0: Yes. And then we have Space Valkyries, hello.
4: Well, um, hi, I am Val, I am real anxious, so bear with me if I forget my words. Um, my pronouns are she and they, uh, I, I identify as Aisin, or nope, Dimmy. <laughs> Demi and uh, Bye and uh, I'm real nervous. Hi, hi. Oh well.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we were just talking about this off off screen. How it's very nerve wracking to do these, and we were all kind of uh, talking about how words are very difficult, and the irony that is us, you know, talking for about two hours about things after complaining about words being difficult. Imagine in, in the human brain, <laughs> the complexities of our existence. (laughs) but last but not least we have watermelon hello hi hi everyone uh my name is watermelon
5: uh or rick uh don't mind either one uh i am um agendered uh aromantic and gay uh my pronouns are he they
0: Yes, so now that we got all the introductions done, please, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube or your favorite uh, or listening on your favorite podcast services, scroll down the little, you know, descriptions, click on all of their links, go follow them right now. Uh, if you're watching this on Twitch, which, which is where we usually record the podcast episodes, you can also find that in the chat. So... Please go follow all these amazing people who agreed to be on here today Uh, we already got into how we identify. Um, I am moderating this panel But actually i'm still kind of figuring out where like if if slash where I land in the ace spectrum uh, and we can I guess we can kick off the conversation through this. So for me, um, my identity is uh, is something that i've actually started to like question my existence i guess if you will in the ace spectrum where i kind of realized that my existence in the apps tm uh wasn't the same as other people's so so for other people in the in the queer community a lot of their experiences uh, I guess especially, like, in the gay ones, especially with, like, grinder and stuff like that, my experience has always been, like, being uh, approached by folks, and then my initial slash only reaction being hey, but can we have a conversation first? (laughs) Hey, but can we get to know each other first? And so I think for a while, it led to me thinking that... And and I had a couple people in my life actually be like, oh my God, it's such a prude. Oh my God, you're... You know, like, it's not that deep, whatever. And for me, it was like, it's not that I don't think that it's okay to do that. And I'm completely fine with other people doing that. It's just that for me, it's just something that doesn't, like, it doesn't click like that for me, if that makes sense. Um, so for me, I'm like, no, I I want to get to know them first. And then it becomes a confusing thing because... You know you consume you know adult content on the internet and sometimes you're like you know does that mean i'm less ace than other people and stuff like that so uh it's definitely like a journey that everyone has like a different you know um relationship with labels and um with their own identity so would y'all want to get into like how you of course as much as you are comfortable with sharing um with, like, how you came about figuring out your identities, um, individually. Anyone can go. We don't have to go in a specific order. If you- if you prefer to- for me to call someone out, uh, because <laughs> I know everybody is super polite in these chats, and they're like, I don't want to talk over anyone. <laughs> so yeah, anyone, feel free to go first. I can start.
5: Um, so I think, um, i've always said that i've had like essentially three comings out in my life which was kind of understanding that i was gay uh understanding that i was aromantic and then very recently understanding that i was agendered um but the aromantic one was something that um <laughs> yay. uh the aromantic one was something that i kind of um didn't know much about until i found a label for it and what i mean by that is that i just thought as you kind of said you know people have so- told me Oh you're going to find the right person eventually like you you might not like dating now but you'll get to a point in your life where you are comfortable with it um and that was just kind of how I grew up I grew up believing that it just wasn't the right time for me and that at one point in my life it would magically click into place and that everything would kind of make sense and I'd be like okay cool this is this is what romance is and that's that's how it works for me um and when i was 26 i was kind of like hmm. This probably should have clicked by now. Um, I feel like something should have happened. I feel like something... I feel like, you know, I should have had that feeling. I should have had some some proper romantic attraction towards someone. Um, and I just hadn't. So I kind of started doing a little bit of research, kind of looking into um, if there was anyone else who had felt that way, if there was anyone else who kind of um, felt kind of similar feelings. And that's kind of how I slowly learned about what romanticism was and how... You know, there are people who just don't feel that romantic attraction. There are people who don't feel like they need to be with someone. They, you know, have a partnership that that is actually like a, a negative feeling, which is exactly what I felt. Um, which felt very validating. Um, it felt very, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's as I say, there's been like 26 years essentially of me being told that you know uh, I was the one that was wrong and that the world would put me right at some point. So it was very nice to kind of be able to understand that that wasn't the case. It was actually something that, you know, um, I'd been kind of living with and struggling with uh, for some time. And it was nice to be able to figure out those feelings and actually have a talk with people who kind of knew what they were talking about. Um, And since then, yeah, that was kind of like me understanding that me being able to kind of like come to terms with it, have a label for it, being able to be like, okay, this is who I am. And this is what I'm going to, you know, perceive as from here on out. And I don't want anyone to kind of, affect that or change that or try and tell me that I'm wrong in any way. Um, Which has been nice and funnily enough, um, chats with my sister over lockdown have kind of turned out that she feels that she could be a romantic as well. Um, So um, it's kind of like through understanding who I am and being able to talk to people who are close to me, other people in my life are kind of starting to understand that that's potentially who they are as well and how they could, um, you know, understanding that their past experiences of what they felt like should have been you know romance and should have been um good points of being in love and all that kind of stuff um that's wrong actually aromanticism is about not being able to be in love i can i can love i'm not dead inside um but you know having that special like one-to-one connection with a certain someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with them is just not necessarily something that's for us um but yeah that's kind of my aromanticism in, in a in a nutshell
1: it's similar for me, um, like with the three times, um, like, you know, first one was Ace when I was about 19. Um, just by Googling, I don't even know what I Googled. Um, and then, you know, over the next few years, it was just a lot more research and slowly finding out more about everything else, um, which felt great when I finally came to term with all three of them um so yeah uh, a lot of things are the same for me um and it's been great like sharing my own experiences and helping others find their themselves as well just by saying you know how I feel which is like a simple thing but all these people um especially in my community there are people who have come out like while um I've been streaming and it's it's pretty cool to see so it's there's really a a lack of uh information out there. So it's even just one person talking makes such a huge difference.
3: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's been like really fun being on Twitch to kind of piggyback on what you're saying of like meeting y'all, for instance, and talking with y'all and even just like a step more removed of just seeing uh your content or seeing your posts on Twitter or seeing the casual conversations that just are like, yeah, I identify as XYZ is something that like I wish 15-year-old brand had because the way that I kind of came to was like years and years of feeling kind of very broken. Like very much like what we're talking about, how like people are saying like, oh, you'll just feel this way eventually, you'll feel XYZ eventually. And just feeling like I'm not something isn't fitting right. Something isn't making sense and so i did a ton of research and that was like a decade ago where there was even less about asexuality and i remember like when i stumbled upon like the idea of demisexuality at the time i felt such like an immense relief that i was like oh that's it because it was the first time that i had ever seen anything that even closely resembled who i was and the things that i felt um so that's how that's how I came to it was just like hunting down like a dictionary definition of asexuality, demisexuality. Now I realize that, like, I don't quite identify with that thing. But knowing that that exists, that other people who identify the same way exist, that like these conversations can be happening, that like stuff like today is happening. is super validating because uh, I think I would say that if these things were happening, that would have definitely been a part of my like oh my god, I don't contribute to, like, the sexual <laughs> economy. Let's go.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would also say mine was basically a lot of researching, too, because I feel like I didn't know much growing up and everything, too, but then I always felt like there was um a big struggle within me a lot where it was just like oh you know I feel like I have to fit into like society's norms I have to be somebody who has to be like sexualized or and like go out and like you know have all these like crazy experiences and everything um but like then it was also me like it wasn't until college so it's been like nearly 10 years where um I finally figured out I was ace and even still, like, I felt like in the beginning it was, like, a really big struggle for me because, like, I knew it and, like, my whole, you know, body and mind and everything was saying, yes, you're ace. Like, this is exactly what we should be, especially with looking it up and everything. I was like, yes, this is exactly how I am. But then, like, I still had the struggle at the very beginning of still thinking, like, oh, but, like, technically you still have to be something else too so it was it was tough in the beginning because it was like oh i really i know like i don't (laughs) i don't have sexual attraction to anybody and everything but i feel like i i still have to kind of be like this one way um so it was like the first year too and then also being in relationships at that time too was very tough i think if i probably wasn't it would have been like a little bit easier for me because then i could really do like some soul searching and everything um but it was also like being in a relationship where like my partners at the time were like very much more like very sexual and everything and i was like oh that's is not really what i want to do but i guess i'll just go along with it
4: <laughs> well going off of that um that's actually kind of my experience where I was in a, a relationship a very long-term relationship and that I found out I was bi through Tumblr uh I got on Tumblr
3: <laughs> don't I see that yes no Listen. but like that's that's that no like I'm there with you though because that's what inspired me to research in the first place was Tumblr yeah. so like I'm glad you're bringing it up like that's a 100% it
4: so Tumblr is a trash fire in many ways. But at that point in my life, I desperately needed that I didn't have anyone in my life that knew what bisexuality was, let alone asexuality. So I figured out I was bi first. And then by the end of like, my relationship was kind of falling apart. Um, And because of that, like what you said, where you were kind of expected to do, or like be like sexual in a way that I just was it I didn't have a connection with that partner anymore. I, we were having problems. And because I'm demi, if I don't have that connection, it's not happening. So and I don't feel that like at all. So
3: <laughs> I just see Brad laughing. I'm sorry. That's because you're it's true though. Like it's a hundred percent a thing. That's really fun. Is it's just yeah. that thing of like, ah, I have no connection here. Like <laughs> I could spend my afternoon doing this with you. Or oh, I could God have the snack
4: mm-hmm. and that's <laughs> I had pretty much snack
3: it. instead right
4: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and then I, I found the words for demisexuality and like gray ace and like the ace spectrum of things and it, it just really helped me out because it I never really like what Ruby mentioned where like the whole like dating scene just things didn't I wanted to get to know people first it, I always ended up having romantic feelings for my friends which was really confusing but apparently that was a norm. It's a normal thing if you're a demi, because you can establish that connection. And um, so, yeah, that's how I bumbled my way into figuring that out.
3: <laughs> no,
0: absolutely. hey, was that a dating pun? Oh, because like Bumble, the app. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god. I will. Um... <laughs> I can find that calculated. Uh... <laughs> and that's it. Panels over. Bye, everyone. Yeah, obviously. Thank you so much, everybody. It's been a wonderful conversation. No. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, the internet, I feel like I t- we talk about it so much in-, in my community as well, because it's so important that nowadays there's so much information out there. And a lot of us talk about, like, how uh, we don't necessarily wish that we were teens these days, because there's a whole other... You know can of worms with with that but that we had that the experience of having the information that they have available these days back in Mm -hmm. our days um because i mean back then it was it was difficult to even know stuff about you know, gender identity and even sexuality. I feel like you barely saw any, like, gay representation. Even then, a lot of it was wrong. A lot of it was misinformation. So, um... You know we've we've come a long way but we still have a long way to go um so you know whenever it, it's always interesting whenever people say like we've come a long way but it's like you know the bar was on the ground before it's you know like <laughs> we're just barely making any steps and which is way better than what we had but it's still you know we're still going we're still you know on a journey to be better as like a society um but um what would you say are some misconceptions that people have about being ace in the ace spectrum and rick kind of went into it a little bit about like how you know being ace doesn't mean that you aren't capable of love <laughs> so uh yeah what, what are uh would you say are other misconceptions or if you want to you know delve deeper into that one in specific I will call out a name. (laughs) I I will call I will call out names. Yeah, I'll
2: start (laughs) Um, my favorite misconception is always that and this is it always depends on the person, of course, too, but like that ace people don't also like care about anything. Like okay, so like if we're if somebody wants to like, I don't know, look at porn or whatever, like they can, right? So it's like, there's aces who can be like, oh, I think this person is really cool, like fictional characters or anything, or be like, oh, I can look at the the porn, but not like really like sexually or anything. It's just like, oh, this is happening. Oh yeah, watching
6: whatever. porn for plot. <laughs> Me.
2: Yeah, watching it for <laughs> plot, basically. Me. And you're kind of just like, <laughs> I, and like it just has to it just happens or like you're reading like sweaty stuff or whatever you're just like it's just there it doesn't you know turn you on but it's like i don't know people just think like we're just extremely like no what is sex what is this and everything and it's like we don't
3: you know, the entire um, idea that someone who identifies as asexual could be interested in sex at any point is just groundbreaking for some people.
2: Right, exactly. They're just like, we're in this box. We do not know about sex. We do not see it at all. And it's like, there are people, It's that's why there's the spectrum too. Like there are some who like maybe still, you know, care about sex in that sense and everything, in different senses. But it's just like... It's just so funny because they just always think, like, we just look at it and we're like, what is this? And it's like, (laughs) yeah, but also, like, some people just, like, look at it and we're like, okay, this is happening.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Does it feel almost like people almost, like, don't see you as, like, not adults necessarily, but kind of, if that makes sense? Like, people kind of um yeah that idea of getting and someone in chat is saying getting infantilized right where it's like no i'm still an adult (laughs) and i i understand the jokes that you're making
2: (laughs) yeah that's a good point um the whole thing about like oh if we make a dirty joke like people are just like (gasps) like clutching their pearls like oh my god you've said something nasty and it's like (laughs) yes we understand it (laughs) <laughs> we're not going to be like what does this mean <laughs> it's so yeah. it's so wild <laughs>
1: yeah. um yeah i <laughs> the i think another another thing is like people think it means like low sex drive mm. and it's like that's different it's it's about you know attraction not <laughs> not yeah. not that did um, we
3: all see the, the meme on Twitter that was going around where you could like oh rate God. how a gender you were or what? how like yeah. XYZ like you were a slider. and like and it's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you put like emojis and on it and you like, So you know. I wasn't the only one just sitting there quietly looking at it being like, So I can either have a high libido or be asexual. That's not <laughs> how that works. But I'm not gonna say anything yeah. because I don't wanna ruin anyone's fun. Uh, because the last time I spoke up about something asexual and stuff like that people just didn't really get it Mm. Um, yeah that idea that like you must the the idea that sexual attraction and libido are the same thing is a Mm -hmm. huge huge uh, barrier I think to not only like people understanding asexuality but people also realizing whether or not they themselves may actually be asexual um because that idea, like, I think Subu was getting at, um or Dubu was getting at, sorry, uh, of um, I don't know, dude, I was just like messing up your name, sorry. uh But the idea Dubu was getting at of just that idea of like, as asexual beings, while we might not ha- be interested in having sex all the times, like we can have very intense uh sexual libidos, mm-hmm. like, and that's a valid thing, but the idea of that being a possibility or the idea that like we may make sex jokes and we may uh, be incredibly inappropriate uh, is, yeah. I found very tough for some individuals to kind of like swallow. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh (laughs) I'm sure people were looking at my Twitter especially the last day or two where I was very much thirsting over a fictional cat boy.
0: <laughs> um, it happens to all just of us. Good cat it happens.
5: Okay. Listen, just
2: good just cat boys.
5: Listen two seconds. beautiful and I want the gender
2: too. So like, give it to me now. <laughs> I'm sure people were looking at me like, what is going on? Aren't you asexual? And it's like, well, I still can. <laughs> it's a fictional character that I just feel I just like. Lie. <laughs> it is nothing. Well, really you know,
3: nothing. a fictional character is never gonna cross your boundaries.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yes, <there's> the <laughs> mm.
0: Yep. Uh, is it? Oh. But the, the question is: Is it that people are not getting, it or, or is it that they're not willing to get it? Because I feel like a a lot of the times within our community, people can be very self-centered in their own identity and be very, like, exclusionary of other identities, whether it be sexual identities or gender identities. Uh, We see it all the time where people kind of try to diminish other people's identities or either because they don't, like, relate with it or because they kind of have an idea of like not necessarily gatekeeping but being like no it's i you can only be insert identity here if you are 100 percent like this and a lot of people are very against the idea of spectrums being a thing whether it's gender sexuality asexuality so uh is is that a thing that you also have had to deal with like within our own community i think uh, there's a lot of people who um
5: when they hear the definition of what one label is that's it that that's what the label is um they'll they'll hear that asexuality means as we've already heard you know people don't like sex and that's it that's that's the 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 hill that they're prepared to die on essentially um and when you come in as an individual and you're like hey actually that's an umbrella there's lots that fits under that there's actually a lot of nuance uh, and a lot of differences that i might not feel compared to someone else and it's important to kind of ensure that we're like validating everyone who has you know different experiences because otherwise we're all just putting everyone into the same basket and that's not what whilst the labels are really really nice that's not what they're supposed to be there for they're supposed to help people identify and to help explain what they are whilst also understanding that the nuance is there as well um So I think, yeah, especially, like, you can go to Pride, you can go to uh, a very, very LGBT friendly, inclusive place, um, and still have a lot of issues, a lot of, I still have so many conversations with people who don't understand when I say, because it's a conversation that happens all the time, it's a question that happens all the time, which is like, oh, how long have you been single for? And I hate the question. I hate that question so much because Mm -hmm. the answer is, for me, very long time. (laughs) Because I'm a romantic. I don't want relationships. I don't like them. My last proper relationship was probably when I was like 24. And I've had things since then, but I wouldn't class them as relationships. I just wouldn't. Um, So when I, I try and answer that question, I immediately follow up with, but I'm a romantic and that means that I'm not, you know, I don't want, you know, those heavy, intense romantic relationships with people. That's not what I'm after. Um, and a lot of people don't understand that, and a lot of people, as I said earlier, do also attribute that with not being able to form relationships at all. Like I'm not being able to form, I'm not going to be able to form a friendship with someone. I'm not going to be able to, you know, get to know someone really well, um, which isn't the case. It just means that when the two people get together at the end of the film, I really don't care about it that much. And um, that's kind of the extent of what it really means. Um, but to have it yeah to have it coming from your own community like the the space that you're supposed to feel safe and you're supposed to be able to be like this is me um and then fully explain yourself to someone and have them be like mm, i don't really understand that therefore i'm not going to validate it is mm. hard <laughs> um it's difficult it's it's quite it's uh yeah and there's as i say there's some people who have you know as i say they they have their they're set in their ways they they believe what they want to believe and it's very hard to especially in fleeting moments to try and pull them out of that and kind of explain to them what the detail is beneath it when they're not really interested
4: i definitely had people accept me being bisexual a lot easier than me being demisexual um like, I can joke, I just want that woman to crush me between her thighs like a watermelon, that's great. I don't actually feel that on a sexual level when I say that, Um, and people really have a hard time grasping that. I mean, unless I know that woman and her thighs are delightful, she's aesthetically very pleasing, but, like, I don't
3: feel that. What?
2: <laughs> very true, though. It's, it's, it's a clarification like, we can, of, we
3: can long, say and, it. And, and, like, unless I know that woman and <laughs> her thighs are great, like, I don't <laughs> like that, reason. Really. I, love I don't, love that.
4: <laughs> or if it's like a celebrity, I've I've like a like made an, attra- an attraction, but a connection to in my head. Then sometimes there will be a little bit of like a sexual interest, but it won't ever go as far as someone who's like alosexual. I just don't feel that that way. And so people, when I make jokes like that, they're like, but I, you know, like they just don't quite grasp how could you make these jokes or want that. It's like, well, I kind of aesthetically value that and understand the shorthand of me saying I want her to squeeze you know like the watermelon <laughs> like i i can say that and you can understand what i'm trying to say and that's easy and but it's it's also kind of like i don't also want to have to do the asterisk but i don't actually feel this the same way that you do <laughs> like you know what i mean it's just very <sighs> complicated
2: yeah we can say i want to get stepped on by this character but exactly. it, doesn't, it doesn't mean straight like yes i have the sexual attraction to them and everything and you know all this stuff it's like no i just think they're pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> i understand the joke i can make the joke too but it's gonna be a little you tend to different to mistake
4: that for, you tend to mistake that for like prudishness we're like oh well but not that that way you know if you try to clarify it they're like what's wrong with sex it's like nothing i just don't particularly want that right now Mm -hmm. thanks
0: (laughs) oh i feel that a lot with like when when there's conversations because i i have those conversations often about how the a lot of queer spaces are inherently like adult and like sexual in nature so a lot of them are like bars and settings where people You know, within, obviously, queer history, places that are, like, you know, at nighttime and people had to basically hide when they wanted to hook up or to find other people like them and stuff like that. And sometimes it it does happen where people kind of, like, get into the conversation. They're like, but what's wrong with that? What's wrong with people hooking up? What's wrong with having spaces that are sexual? And stuff like that, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that I don't feel comfortable in those spaces, and I know a lot of people don't. And it's um, and and, and people again equate that with like, oh, you're just being a prude, or or you're like, oh, you you just think that you're better than them, or. You're just trying to, I don't know, you're you're trying to shame them for being sexual or, or anything of the sort. And it's like, no, I just want a space where, one, I don't feel like there's a social obligation for me to be drinking and for me to be, you know, for... For someone to interact with me, I don't immediately assume that they want to get with me sexually. And so I. that's why, like, I talk all the time about how I wish there were, like, you know, queer coffee shops more often and, and situations like that where we could just, like have nice conversations and discussions about things which could lead to a lot of different you know places but at least there's there wouldn't be the 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 social expectation that everyone there is there for that specific purpose uh which reminds me a lot of like you know apps tm (laughs) and how sometimes i'm on grinder and i'm like talking to someone and they're like what are you looking for and i'm like you know just getting to know people and they're like relationships in this app i'm like okay sure (laughs) um i guess uh people just don't get it i guess (laughs) that was
5: a little while ago as well uh i can't remember what it was and i can't remember if there was another side to it so someone feel free to stop me if i'm about to say something that's really 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 silly um was someone who was trying to develop and i believe it was in a queer community it was like an app that was just for friendship and it was like this app is literally for people to download and talk to each other and just get to know other people and it was literally laughed off social media like from by by i say the LGBT community let's be honest the gay community right Um, and it was like i was watching it like i would love that (laughs) i would love to be able to just go onto an app where you don't have to do the societal gymnastics of trying to figure out if me chatting to this person is me trying to be a friend or them trying to get into my underwear, um, mm. because I don't really want the latter a lot of the time. Um, and a lot of the time as well, yeah, when people are like, oh, so you're looking for a relationship. No, no, actually, I'm not. I'm literally just looking to connect with people in my community. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, and it really annoys me that there's a lot of people that don't understand that that's really important for, for some. Like it's, it's really important just to have those kind of platonic friendships and relationships um, where it's not about sex. It's not about relationship. It's not about anything romantic. It's not about trying to take things to another st- step. It's literally just about connecting, um, which is sad <laughs> I've just realized mm-hmm. in the moment <laughs> of saying it oh, all it's quite I, have hard died. I'm I get saying. it yeah I will
2: say I t- I tried an app like that but I get so scared and I'm bad at communicating sometimes <laughs> 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 so I did try one before because uh, I was like I want to meet local people I don't know local people and I just want friends so mm-hmm. that I can go out whenever I want to actually leave because I'm pretty much a hermit too. (laughs) (laughs) But it is so strange that there's like this misconception where it's like, oh, you like dating, like apps where you talk to people have to be dating apps or have to be like, you know, you're meeting up for sex or anything and it's like what about just like i want to just talk to somebody i want a pen pal i want no. like you know just like something where it's like oh i don't have to only just talk to my therapist <laughs> or anything I mean, if i just want to chat kind
3: of, it's kind of like that thing of um like a lot of people and i'm fairly confident in just saying like a lot of people And making that generalization of just like subscribe to the idea and this is straight or queer uh well i mean you can be straight and queer whatever uh but the idea that if you don't want to have sex with someone that is a comment on their worth as a human being because we're taught that as humans and to uh, participate in society we must have some sort of sexual worth uh like the more people who want to have sex with you, the more worthy you are as a human being, the whole like Adonis factor, the idea of like, ah, if you say, I don't want to sleep with you, that whether we want it to or not will mean for some people, for a lot of people, it seems, uh, oh, you're not worthy enough for me to deign touching. Um, which just causes so many communication errors. So many issues. Like it goes back to what we were saying about like oh, like, oh, we're above these spaces, or we're above this thing, or oh, we have an issue with sex, or we have an issue with this thing. Like the that the idea that the issue might lie with us as opposed to the idea of like do you not see how it's odd that your entire Self worth is now placed on how many people want to stick something inside of you. Like, do you not do you not see how that is strange? Um, When, for me, and like uh, what I'm hearing a lot in this conversation so far is just that idea of like, I'd like connections that don't rely on that kind of inherent worth or Mm -hmm. that like perceived worth, because quite frankly if your perception of yourself has to do with whether than not, I want to fuck you. That has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Like that has nothing to do with me. And so how is that going to create a relationship where I feel like I am valued and my mm-hmm. thoughts of you are valued. Um. And that's, that's, that's been, that's been kind of like my, one of my bigger struggles with connecting with people is just that idea of like, I mean it's a large part of the reason that actually came out on twitter a while back was because i was dealing with the idea of like people are responding really poorly to the fact that i don't want to send my nudes to them people are responding really poorly to the fact that i don't want to be uh, a part of nsfw channels and these discords with these other content creators people are responding very poorly to the fact that i am not shrimping over these humans I need people to understand that it has nothing to do with them. And still yeah. it's causing issues. Um,
2: Cause once you even say like, hey, I'm not romantically or sexually attracted to you. Like, do not take this personal. They still take it personal. Cause it's like, it's just, I don't experience that. But then it's suddenly like, how dare you not think I, attractive in any way like that and it's like no i can say like maybe you're aesthetically pleasing whatever. <laughs> like i can say oh you're cute that's my go-to word for everything is cute because i feel like any other words besides that are like too sexual for me <laughs> Agree.
6: no
3: what no but that, yeah. that, 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 that's yeah. an important thing right like that's that's an important thing where it's like i and it's, 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 I'm really happy to hear you say that. I'm curious, like, who else you're like, kind of identifies in the same way of like, I aim for cute at all times. Think of me as cute. Because mm-hmm. when you think of me as cute, while we risk the chance of you infantilizing me, whatever, I'd rather that than you assume that you can get anything outside of that with me. I'd rather yeah. you assume, ah, oh, I am cute and not a threat and not worth pursuing. Because the second you think I'm pursuing, you are going to trample my boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that.
2: Exactly. Like, as soon as anybody's like, oh, you're hot or beautiful or anything like that, I'm like, oh, you yes. <laughs> gotta get away from yeah. me. Oh, I mean, horror. unless you call me handsome, I'll take that sometimes. <laughs> I love that word
1: too. I really handsome. like it when like someone says handsome. It's just a nice word.
2: Right? I feel like that one is like not very sexual behind it it's just like oh you're handsome and it's like oh thank you it's kind of just like a upper cute you know a little more I guess adults quotations (laughs) because cute as we said is kind of like infantilizing too but um, it's like those two fine anything else besides that I cannot And I have to joke, like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, sexy, with, like, the (laughs) Gs and everything, because I just, like, I have to make a joke out of it (laughs) instead. And it's like, trust me, I am not actually saying that. I'm, like, in the way of sexy. I'm saying it as, like, ha-ha, like, just, like, a joke kind of thing instead, because it, like, irks me a lot even just saying it right now. (laughs)
5: yeah but it's i very it yeah kind of i was just gonna say it puts people into this really dangerous position though kind of coming off the back of what everything's been said there like you have people who do identify as you know wherever they are on these spectrums essentially being pushed in, into positions where they feel like they have to commit to some you know cultural societal pressure in order to feel like they're fitting in and there are people who necessarily might not be as strong as some of us are able to sit here and talk quite openly about our experiences and our identity maybe people who are still kind of learning and still kind of experiencing um and they're being they're being spoken to like Bran mentioned you know being spoken to like well if uh, you know if if you're going to be a prude about it then this can't we can't have this friendship we can't have this you know we can't have any more of a relationship than just us, I don't know, being mutuals on Twitter or something, you know? Um, and it's... I think the most insidious thing that you can tell someone,
3: I think, one of the most insidious things I shouldn't say the most, uh, is wow, you're acting really boyfriendy for someone who doesn't want to have sex with me or someone who doesn't want to date me.
0: Uh,
3: um, not that. Because <laughs> oh. that's the thing, is like it's suddenly my job to placate you. It's suddenly my job to control how I act around you. And I'm sorry that I genuinely care about you and want you to succeed in this world. I'm sorry that I want to support you and support my friends. And I'm sorry that you have this connection between that and your self-worth and that I must have sex with you. And I'm sorry that someone taught you that. Mm
1: -hmm.
6: But the
3: problem then becomes we have, what i feel like myself and other ace spectrum beings trying their best to navigate this world and then others and allosexual beings not taking the chance to understand where we're coming from grow out of their self-worth and take us at face value when we are just trying to be our genuine selves yeah
1: i remember like um when i first came out it was like my friends would they were trying to understand but they just they were like aren't you sad like that you that you don't like these things that you don't want these things i'm like i'm not sad because it's not something that i experience like because i'm not interested in anything sexually or romantically i don't miss it because i don't want it um and i don't i don't feel that attraction so i don't miss the attraction because it was it was never there and it, they just find it so hard to understand and they really try to make you feel like you should feel bad or you should feel sad that you're not going to have these things. that you. And oh, it, it took a long time to, you know, work through that. And they still, uh, most people still don't understand. They're just like, they, they don't, um, rather than understanding, they're just like, okay, that's you i don't understand but that's you like (laughs) okay okay. it's
3: better for me to just say wow that's on you and to disengage than to take the time to say oh hey that's a new way to think about things oh hey i wonder why i'm putting so much pressure on you right yeah
2: And I would also add to that where it's, like, a lot of people always misconstrue, like, kindness and caring for, oh, I want you in any kind of capacity, either as, like, a relationship or sexual. And it's, like, no, sometimes I'm just being nice. <laughs> and
3: other times... I'm being yeah. nice. Usually, I'm being nice.
6: Almost all the time, I'm, I'm being, being
3: nice. nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like if you weren't aware, if I want to put my penis inside of you, I will explicitly let you know.
5: (laughs) (laughs) But but that's aggressive. Yeah. Even that concept is alien to some people.
3: Right. there's supposed
5: to be a game. There's supposed to be a chase. And it's like, no, if I want to have any sort of relationship with you, whether it be sexual, romantic, any whatever, I will let you know. I'll happily just have a conversation will, with you. I'll I'll just will be like, I will literally write like, this out yeah. for you. Yeah.
3: Like so I will it. paint it on the wall. Would you yeah. like to sex? My yeah. got you. <laughs> Would you like sex? Yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> just, just write just, a just, note. One hundred percent. Uh. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh i think we can uh we can kind of piggyback off of that and talk about um expectations slash manners uh, that people should have coming into our spaces as we're talking about boundaries as we're talking about all of that um and this can apply again i feel like a lot of this conversation basically applies to literally any human being outside of the a in the lgbtqia and even you know people outside of the community um because i feel like there's a lot of misconceptions like we were just talking about um so if you were to you know if obviously we have people watching listening to this and uh, they may not be familiar or aware or maybe they don't have a lot of experience or a lot of context with being in streams communities that are focused or centered in ace beings, (laughs) um, what would you say are good expectations for them to have as far as how they should behave, how they should interact with you and your community, things that are acceptable versus things that are not acceptable? Um, An example for me would be kind of like the immediate flirting Uh, Because like I said, I'm someone who's like, listen, if we're going to be in a relationship or if uh, I'm going to be attracted to you in any way, shape or form, it's not going to be day one. I can promise you, especially (laughs) not message one. So um, I've, I've actually had someone come into my chat and say like, Oh, like, you're really cute or something like that. And like, we're meant to be like in the same message, something like that. Like, let's Ugh. date. We're meant to be. And I was like, no, we're not. And click that ban button real fast. Yeah. So um, what would you say Our other? I that, that was like literally the only thing that I said to that interaction. I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> like for people watching the VOD, they probably don't even see the message because it gets deleted in the VOD. So they were like, what are they talking about? <laughs> they just aggressively clicked a button and they just said, no, you're not. and there's no context to that but I was not having it but yeah what would be some of those like expectations slash uh, manners that you would expect in your spaces
3: um for universe no go go ahead because I was just I was all right. mine is pretty short actually uh hey (laughs) what if in every space you didn't walk up to someone like you wanted to fuck them right off the bat yes
6: (laughs) Mm-hmm. it's not
3: just my space it's every space and while some spaces do allow that kind of conversation and that's totally valid at least there I have the option to disengage mm-hmm. but why would your first message be wow I don't know like there there's, there was one person that like I would connected with I, says I guess I don't know but the only message they'd ever sent to my channel was oh he cute
6: <laughs>
3: oh, like whale. thank you but also like I'm also funny. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's more there. Just that idea of like, why are you walking into any channel and being like, oh yeah, nestle me with your beard, zaddy? Like, no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, it's that's got the same energy to me as walking into a straight non male stream, non man stream, and being like, hey, nice body, nice, nice biology, like. <laughs> don't do the, it this
4: gesture just the circular
3: <laughs> anyways that was mine it's just like the idea of like it's it's not just about my space it's about every space and like that's a thing yeah. that i think is kind of excited i so sorry i i'll space walkers, go ahead i'm just gonna well,
4: mine, <laughs> mine's pretty adjacent just in that i literally have it in
3: my rules don't so, you know respect
4: boundaries um my space is very we literally have a whole command and like we make whole jokes and all that stuff and it's we are very immature we're we're silly but <laughs> there is in the rules do not be explicit towards other people in the chat or towards me period i no. had someone come in because i have what i call the high by cam i don't usually be perceived for this long i have a lot of anxiety uh this is actually one of the longest times i've been on camera like ever um, so usually I have like a high buy. And one time I tried it just to have it on overall and someone came in and was like, Hey, beautiful. <laughs> and I
0: was like, not this. No, no. Um, I,
4: I pretty much said, can you not just come into my stream chat and say that you don't know me? Like that makes me very uncomfortable. And they were like, wow, harsh. And like they left and we banned them of course. Cause they said that's so, you know, whatever. And like they left. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my rules is don't, you know, just respect people's boundaries. If someone puts that boundary, just in general, if they're very clearly communicative of that, respect it. Like, that's my yeah. biggest pet peeve. <laughs> it's just please respect Bling. boundaries. Um, Especially because I also have anxiety. So if you get inappropriate towards me, I'm going to start turning bright red uh, and flailing. And I'm, you know, on camera. And then, you know, so it's just like an extra layer of like anxiety. So it's like, please don't put me in that situation and not respect me like that. Thanks. Um, so yeah, it's it's literally in my rules on my channel.
5: Speaking about like your your spaces and your, your stream space, it also makes a very clear observation that that person has not respected anything by coming to your channel. All they have done is clicked on a preview and then immediately decided to say whatever the hell they want to say. Yeah. Despite the fact that 90% of streams have the rules pop up before you're even allowed to talk. In the chat that explicitly say those kind of things and it's just fully unacceptable. Fully unacceptable. Um, I think very much the same, Val. My my community is in yeah, incredibly lewd. We we talk about, you know, sex and we speak about it with you know as tongue in, 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 in cheek all the time. Um and but as you say, it's never directed at anyone. It's always just a general conversation of being silly and being lewd. And the second that it becomes very pointed, I'm quick to kind of step on that and just be like, no, that's not it. Um, I had, I have anxiety about running sims, like community sim servers. Uh, well, not community sim servers, but community sims houses and stuff like that because I have a feeling of what people have an expectation of their characters to do. And that makes me feel a bit like I don't want to have that. You know, that I don't want that to be on the stream doing drag as well is a whole other story because the second I am in drag on stream, people believe that they're supposed to come in and immediately sexualize the drag queen on the stream. And especially now that we've got that lovely little, this is the user's first ever message in this channel and it highlights it like, yeah. So many of those, whilst in drag, have been "you're beautiful," "you're," um, you know, "you're you're gorgeous," um, and I'm just like, "that's." I, I have found myself saying, "maybe start with hi." Very often over the like the past few months, just being like, "maybe and then start you with the become hello." The bad person. Oh yeah, that. No, right. yeah. yeah, You
3: become the absolutely. asshole. You yeah. are the one who is being so mean
0: when all they were
3: doing was being nice (laughs) yeah right how could you but that's the thing Is like setting these boundaries and realizing more and more is like the idea of saying telling someone no people take in it's not everyone not everyone but people in general seem to take as an attack on them when it's like hey like this is not the space for that and like i've had like and i'm fortunate i'm fortunate in the sense that like there have been more there have been at least a couple of people creators that i've connected with who have after the fact been like i felt so bad when i came into your channel acting one way before i realized that your channel was not like that because like the expectations that say like come with being a queer male like ah the space has to be sexualized in a similar like vein but not at all the same vein as someone who streams drag it's, I don't understand how people like combine those two things. It's, they're still, whatever. But, uh, that I've been fortunate in the sense that like people after the fact have been able to have a conversation with me where they say, oh, I feel so bad. I didn't realize it was like that X, Y, Z. And then I get to, you know, take that extra step of being like, you do know that you didn't inherently do anything wrong, right? Like for me, if someone came in and just says like, Got really weird with me. I There's no other return for it, honestly. Uh, made mm-hmm. me uncomfortable. If someone makes me uncomfortable, that's not for me like they're a bad person. That's for me my chance to say, hey, here's my boundary. What they do after the fact is what I judge them on. Yeah. Um, It's that idea of like teaching with kindness of that idea of like and like no one should be expected to do this. But that idea of like you can fuck up with me. I don't mind that. But if I'm saying, hey, this is not okay, and you say, but why? Yeah, That's right. when I get to say, like, bye. It was yeah. nice
5: seeing you. Farewell. We have that. Uh, um, we call it yeah. uh, passing the vibe check. Um,
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. right. if
5: you don't Do you pass check, the vibe check? Yeah. And yeah. everyone has everyone has one chance. Everyone has a chance. Everyone mm-hmm. has, you know, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. First, first impressions aren't always the best, and not not everyone's first message is supposed to be, you know, uh, can can be taken the wrong way. But if continually they pass, they don't pass the vibe check. There's a a very swift conversation in the Discord moderation channel uh, of mm, is this person mm, no okay let's 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 get rid of them then that's that that's that go. Okay.
3: Oh, y'all actually have conversations about it. We just wanted one two. yeah. Oh wow. Just okay. Band. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm like I was like let's go. Let's Depends go on the day. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah, um, it does. Um oh. oh, go ahead. No, oh, you go ahead. <laughs> oh. I was just going to
2: say um Also do not assume that because I am collabing with somebody that in some capacity, there is a relationship outside of friendship going on because I've had that before. And it wasn't like really, really explicit, but it was something where like I was, I had my friend on who I've known for a little while and we're just good friends and we're both queer. And they were like, oh like basically like oh kind of like alluding to like oh are we in a relationship and we're both just like no we're just good friends people (laughs)
3: assume that yeah i guess
2: because of like how well we vibed with each other but it's like because we're friends and not (laughs) because we're in a relationship while also their partner is in the stream too in the chat and i'm like no we're not we're just really chaotic friends
3: (laughs) i didn't even realize that was something that people could ever assume and that Mm -hmm. like that sheds light on some interactions i've had post collab with individuals not involved with the collab like that sheds a lot of light because like fun fact i'm neurodivergent learned that this year uh that's one of those yeah. things. Where it's like it's 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 stuff that I've dealt with all my life, but like this year is when I finally understood. Like, oh, let's put a name to it. Let's mm-hmm. recognize these things. And so I don't realize that like certain assumptions can be made uh, until like we're having this conversation now. So thank you for saying that, pants. I really appreciate it because I didn't realize that like <laughs> people could assume that. Oh God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Please I have a tighter relationship with Jeff and Radish, my axolotls. <laughs> God. Um yeah, don't assume that. Please, friends. God
1: definitely don't assume and um what we were talking about earlier with like um like sexual jokes and stuff, like um with my channels like I'm very adamant like I don't like anything like We don't even joke about sexual things, really. We're not very lewd at all. Like, I'm not comfortable with it at all. Um, And, you know, sometimes people come in and they're, like, very lewd. And I'm like, I'm not comfortable with that. Um, Stop. Um, You really got to, you know, feel out the vibe before doing stuff like that. um, Because I'm not comfortable with it at all. Because I'm sex repulsed. Um, Like, that's my... A pothisexual, I think it's called. It's like under asexual. Um, so I'm very, very it's always uncomfortable fun when people
3: pull up the like the fun terms. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> There's so many now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a big thing. Um, like my chat is really good with, you know, the level of like thirst. Like we, we thirst over certain characters, I let them thirst over certain characters, but it never gets too out of hand. Um mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: It's kind of sad that.
1: Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of sad that a lot of these things could literally be said under any other conversation outside of the ACE conversation because a lot of these conversations are about assumptions and boundaries and personal space and stuff like that. And it's it sucks that we've we are we're at a point in in queer in a queer community where it's so normalized that it's like if it feels like having these conversations in other contexts almost feels like yeah like we've been saying before like we're we're shaming people or we're you know saying that they're horrible or that all these things and when in reality it's like yeah can we normalize boundaries in general and just like the fact that you know i would hate for someone who's watching this and they're not ace for them to be like oh because i do have sexual attraction because i am not ace then like i shouldn't you know i should just accept the norm or that i should just uh go along with what everyone else does and that's not that shouldn't at all be it like everyone should respect your boundaries and I think um, sometimes people have this mindset of like, oh, I, I better. it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission, which that's not great. But if you get called out on something, and like we said, it's usually not because we think you're horrible and you act appropriately from then on onward, then we're great. But um, have y'all felt as well that... So because this is something that I personally kind of felt and I feel like as we're talking kind of like uh, about our spaces um it kind of reminds me of like certain experiences that I've had within like being a twitch creator and interactions with other creators where sometimes I kind of feel left out because I'm not in the circle of friends that's like f- constantly flirting with one another or making like a lot of like because yeah I do make sexual jokes but it's not like, to that extreme sometimes where you feel like there's certain clicks and you're just like, Oh, I would love to be friends with y'all, but y'all are always like overly thirsty for each other and it kind of keeps me out of that and then, you know So the way
3: uh a common thing I have talked to friends about, if they've come to me and been like, Hey, like I might be asexual is I ask them kind of like about when How do they feel about seeing sex constantly in media? How do they feel about sex worth and things like that? Because here's the thing with the boundary conversations that's happening is like, yes, everyone's boundaries should be respected. That's period. Yes, these things need to be respected. Yes, these things, like, that's inherently important. But I think the thing that's sometimes I feel missed when conversations about asexuality come up is that idea of like, there is a schema in our society that is built on the idea of sex. Like, as asexuals or as like ace feeling people we do not inherently benefit from that schema and oftentimes are put in situations that damage us because of how poorly we can sometimes navigate those spaces so like the idea of like the gaggle of twitch friends the it has a similar vibe of like the gaggle of gays where it's that idea of like oh i have a group of friends but you've slept with him he slept with you y'all hate each other but you're still sleeping (laughs) <laughs> what oh
0: my god um <laughs> that Ooh.
3: <laughs> it, but there's like there's an inherent thing there of like just like to because i think while you were talking like you hit on a couple different points but one of the points that i just kind of wanted to like touch on a little bit was that idea of i don't benefit from you wanting to have sex with me the same way you would benefit from me wanting to have sex with you as an ace speaking to an allosexual and it's not just about for me it's not just about respecting my boundaries it's about the fact that like and i'm gonna take a wild stab in the dark on this one it's the fact that i'm not alone in i have been traumatized and abused because i didn't operate under the same assumptions as these other individuals when it comes to my sexuality and when my boundaries are disregarded and disrespected in such like a blatant way, that brings up feelings of trauma, that brings up my fight or flight, that brings up pain, intense pain, in a way that some allosexuals have definitely encountered, but some allosexuals will never understand. And that idea of like being excluded when it comes to clicks, being excluded when it, like I said, SFW channels of just creators posting their thirst traps with the idea of like hey i don't want to see your alt on twitter and that becoming the crux of why someone doesn't want to vibe with me doesn't want to collab with me doesn't want to support me it's actually painful um yeah that's that's my thing on it
0: Yeah, but it it goes, like, hand in hand with what was mentioned earlier as well about how a lot of the times our society values, like, you're valued if you're perceived as a sexual being or if you're perceived as someone who and you know social media also highly values that you know like thirst traps get a lot of attention on social media versus you know if we're talking about like a panel or if we're talking about something or if we're excited about a project that we're doing then suddenly it's it's like oh it feels like there's a section of uh, of people who only really want to support you if they can gain anything from it whether that is romantic or sexual um You know rewards if you
5: will (laughs) yeah no absolutely and that is even worse in a way as well because as bran just explained like that trauma that has come from being abused or taken advantage of is essentially it's not just bringing up the pain it's happening again because a lot of people are trying to trying to exploit a connection or exploit a relationship for a gain right that's what they want they want a gain from it and in that way it's it's just as damaging as the original trauma that's originally brought up um and it kind of goes hand in hand with people not understanding that we can be supportive like you can have your all you can have that i'm not against it i'm not saying that yeah, you shouldn't like
3: i fully support your only fans.
5: yeah, yeah. But but I don't, don't want to, yeah. I'm not going to subscribe, I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be the one, yeah. I'm not going to be like liking your tweets and stuff like that because it's just not get what, your what fucking I want. Bag. Like, do it, like, 100%, Post <laughs> right.
3: those yeah. be the oasis in the desert. You get it, <laughs>
5: just don't invite me. <laughs>
3: <Just> don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm good, I got a water bottle. Don't, don't
5: yeah.
2: Worry. <laughs> yeah. Um. I will say this, and I'm gonna uh, come in a little closer. Um... I... <laughs> oh my god, I didn't expect <laughs> this. You're so close. <laughs> I'm gonna look you directly in the eyes while I say this. <laughs> <laughs> it, the only person that I'm gonna be flirting with is somebody that I actually like. <laughs> so, listen. There, there is no way that there is gonna be any kindness that's going to be misconstrued where you think I want to either have sex with you or, you know, romantically get with you unless I'm very explicit, like we said before, my kindness and me doing anything does not equate to you having to do that, you know, do that stuff to me. Like me just being like, oh, this is really cool. I like this character. I, you know, maybe I make one lewd joke. I don't make them that often, but when I do, it's still a struggle. But if I do, do not misconstrue that to mean that you should do that to me. (laughs) And like we said also earlier, you know, uh, I'm fully there. I have friends who also do OnlyFans. I support them and everything, but it's just like, it's not my thing. I don't want to see it too. (laughs) Right. But yeah, don't misconstrue my my kindness to be I'm an flirting invitation. with you all the time. Yeah, an invitation yeah. at all.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and how can um the community be better towards the Ace community as a whole cuz like obviously We've talked about boundaries. Well, We've talked about. I just, I just, I just really
3: want to like address it because it happened in chat. But someone just came in and said "fuck sex workers," which. Just to be very clear, and I think like and happy to do a sound off, but I just want to make it very explicitly clear that I know myself, and just like what Rick said, and what like I'm pretty certain on this. And correct me if I'm wrong, that I think everyone on this panel supports sex workers. Yeah. pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah like regardless of asexuality so like thank you mods uh Mm -hmm. for taking care of that big mod hype uh because what the fuck
2: (laughs) also like i have to say there are ace uh sex workers by the way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like (laughs) sex workers you know get out there get your money it is a freaking job it is not easy first of all in any way Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh-huh. like, and it is also has a big market. Is what also people don't understand. A lot of people yeah. like to be. Those are the people who are actually prude, <laughs> who want to be like sex workers. Why? Why do they have jobs and all
3: oh, free? Well, what and about the asexuals? <laughs> They're making the asexuals so uncomfortable. We can't well, have kinky like... sex at Pride because that's <laughs> going to make the asexuals kinky feel at all. unwelcome. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, like, there are literally a-sex workers out there, so right, me with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, uh yeah, that's totally, like, a thing where we're kind of just talking about, like, expectations within the community, out- outside of the community, just society-, society, and how that kind of impacts us. Not necessarily saying that they're good or bad, but we're just, like, talking about them and how they can... Uh, be damaging and how people can just interact differently um and just don't make assumptions and stuff like that uh we're again i think we're saying it often but just yeah completely to be clear we're not at all trying to shame like yeah like it's totally fine if your friend group like all of y'all are sleeping with each other and y'all are friends and y'all yeah, are great your best and, life, like have fun yeah that's mm-hmm. great for you but it's it, again it's gonna make people uncomfortable and that's not on you to decide yeah. but it's also like uh it, there was like a conversation as well with like you know um people having kind of like sexual profiles and stuff like that mm-hmm. or being perceived sexually on the internet and then being surprised that they, their spaces aren't seen as like safe for everybody And then for them to kind of be like, "Oh, (laughs) wait, what?" So
6: uh, (laughs) goodbye.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why you're reacting like that, Brad. I don't know. I feel like we've never seen situations like that ever happen before. Um, Sarcasm, sarcasm. Um, Yeah, but it's just like things like that where it's like. Someone not feeling comfortable doesn't equate with them shaming you or saying that you're wrong or saying that you're in not valid or whatever. It's just like everyone has different levels of comfortability and creating a safe space, which is kind of what we're talking about, like how the community can be safer for everybody, including the A in LGBTQIA. Um includes you know not necessarily changing who you are but being aware that certain things are going to make certain people uncomfortable and it doesn't just include the ace spectrum either right like someone can be uncomfortable by sexual activity and not be in the ace community I feel like that's another Mm -hmm. misconception so just you know be aware of what your actions are in your surroundings and I think that's one thing that people can do to uh, be better as a community, but do, do y'all happen there... to have any other examples that you can think of?
2: Yes. Well, I am going to stop. Oh, sorry. Yeah,
0: you go. Yeah,
3: do it. No, don't no, do... no, go. go. <laughs> Dang, my I just literally is... screamed and rolled off screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: my main thing is stop invalidating my identity is a big thing. It's just like being ace, like stop. It, you know, a lot of us are a spectrum uh, I know a few of us are also, you know, bi. There's Pan and, you know, other adjacents too. And it's just like, uh, stop invalidating us because we feel like this, you know. Because I feel like it's not just in the ace community at all. Like, we, we hit on a bi and as a bi romantic too. It's just like, people like to continuously erase me because they're like... Ace, like, you just don't want sex. You just, like, as we said, you just haven't met the right person. And it's like, no. You know, if you're aromantic, it's just like, again, you haven't met the right person being bi. It's like, oh, so then you're straight when you're this way, or you're, you know, gay when you're this way. And it's like, no, stop erasing my identity. That's what the, like, especially in queer spaces, I feel like it happens way too mm-hmm. often where there's like a lot of erasure within the community, which is sad because we're like, we're all in this mm-hmm. space. We're all very marginalized. Like we do not need to fight each other <laughs> at all for this.
0: Right.
3: And I think, I think that's, that's the important ask, at least from my perspective is like, look, like, I will never ask you to change your content to your space. If I'm not comfortable with it, I'm just not going to engage respect me that i can do that and understand that it's not a judgment on you there are people on this platform that i love that i adore that i will do everything in my power to support and want to succeed but i can't sit in their streams because their content is inherently far more sexual than i am comfortable with that's not a judgment on them is a judgment on their content like again like i love these individuals i have a connection Mm -hmm. with them that goes beyond their content um the problem for me arises when that idea can't be respected. That idea of like you're not really my friend cuz you don't come to my streams. It's like
6: Ugh, I hate, I hate that. that. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I can't
3: I, I can't sit in your stream if you're going to have a conversation about all the people you want to have sex with at TwitchCon.
2: Also, like, we can't be everywhere at once, and we have our own we lives. Can't. No,
6: <laughs> but like
3: there's this idea that like on Twitch, our friendship must be wrapped up with how much we consume each other's content, and I don't think that that's necessarily healthy. Um, I agree. I think, like not Grog, like I will spend hours and I will lurk and I will be in so many places at once all the time because I want to support all these individuals, and that's an important aspect of it. At the same time i'm not necessarily going to be as active as you might want but i'm still gonna be here when you're having a day where you feel like shit
6: mm-hmm.
3: if you were to text me and message me and say like hey i need someone to play games with i'll be there in a heartbeat because i adore you right that has nothing to do with you or your hypersexualized content period um and i think that that's my big ask is like Don't change your content. Don't change anything that you're doing. Understand that my identity is valid, really regardless of what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, But understand that like, I, I have to have my own boundaries and those have to be respected.
2: Yeah. Yes. And I run my space also as 18 plus for Twitch and discord. And I feel like a lot of people always like to misconstrue it as, oh, well, it's always mature content too. And it's for me, cause I even state like, we're not really that lewd, like maybe there might be, but like, for the most part, my community and myself aren't really that lewd. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, there's not a nice not safe for work channel. Like I know everybody's like very good about like, we're not going to cross that line or anything, but it's just like, it's for everybody's safety. Cause a lot of my community is over 18 and I don't want just like somebody, you know, under 18 coming in. And like, there's a whole sense of like, they might be unsafe. We might be unsafe. And then it all, you know, as much, I want to moderate my, community my channel and everything to make sure that everybody is safe and then we also have the rule like obviously if you say hey i'm 18 it's either like can you kindly leave or you're gonna have to get banned and if you Mm. obviously if i say kindly leave and you keep showing up you're gonna have to get banned like i can't I need you and everybody else to be safe is a thing. It's not 18 up because I want you guys to come in and be like, let's make sexual jokes all the time. And let's talk about, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Let's make sex. You like sexualize the VTuber. I don't know. Nobody has. Thankfully. (laughs) uh, It's just like, it's just 18 up because I want to moderate my space to be as safe as possible for everybody. Not, because it's sexual in any way.
5: I think um, coming off of what you're saying about, you know, invalidating identities as well. I think one thing that I have seen a lot of, especially for ace people, is that the identity is not necessarily invalidated, but also seen as a challenge. Um, And my boundaries, when I give you them, are not a challenge. (laughs) They are not something to be, Fought with, they're not something to be won over. When I say that I don't want XYZ, it's not because you're the right person and you're gonna make me realize you're gonna awake this sexual <sighs> thing in me that I never knew I had before. No, that's not, Th- these are boundaries for a reason. And if you at any point believe when you hear someone that says, I'm asexual, I'm aromantic, I'm in one of you know, one of the adjacents, I'm in this umbrella. If the thought ever comes across your mind that maybe you're the one, um, I invite you to check that um, and make sure that you understand where that is coming from and know that that is on you and not me. Um, And if you try and break my boundaries, then you need to understand why I'm going to be upset because I will be upset.
6: Mm.
1: That just yeah, everyone was like when when you said that we were all like Not this. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Like I've definitely had that myself. I remember my friend, like someone I thought was fine, they messaged me and they were like, Oh, you um you're they were pretty much saying like I could be cured um if I gave them a and I was like what? Not that. Oh, what? Where did this even come from? Yep. Like, oh, it was horrifying. Not like, that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: not that. Terrible. Ugh. You
2: really hate to see it.
0: Yeah. It's it's definitely like about believing identities as well, and and it happens so much in the community, not just in the ace spectrum, but in the bi spectrum mm-hmm. as well, and like mm-hmm. literally, I feel like the only people that don't experience that are either people in the binary or people that identify either as gay or a lesbian. Uh, Everyone outside of that, I feel like, experiences this to some extent. Like, God forbid you, you know, you're in a relationship with someone of the same gender as you, then, oh, you're not bi, you're gay. Or, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone and and you identify as ace, people are like, no, you're not ace, you're in a relationship with someone. It's like, no... I'm literally works. in a
4: relationship with an ace guy like I'm Demi he's ace and people have actually been like how does that work and I'm like it's a relationship what do you mean yeah it's, like, <laughs> okay, what do you it's mean? Literally, literally what literally I said it was, it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, what's the issue here
3: <laughs> I'm like I remember I remember a while ago I had someone who told me that I couldn't be gay and asexual that's like having my cake and eating it too uh, It's like well I've got a lot of cake to eat then Uh <laughs> yeah like the invalidating the playing with boundaries like that idea of like like there was for a while like uh i used to really rely on a metaphor for explaining demisexuality to people where it's this idea of like oh if you're asexual there's a wall if you're demisexual there's a door that's locked but you throw away the key but that does encourage that kind of thinking of like okay but what if i find the key Mm. then there's no wall right no there's still a wall it still, <laughs> still exists like uh and that idea of like yeah the saving the princess from the dragon the climbing the castle the accomplishing the impossible like i can't have sex with you that's what you think like
5: yeah don't yeah. don't fuck with our boundaries especially in the gaming in the gaming scene because people just see it as like an achievement and it's like no no Mm, yeah that's not how that works mm-hmm. mm,
3: my friendship works. is your achievement <laughs> <laughs> if you respect my boundaries guess what you get respect basic human respect I guess yeah. that too <laughs> I guess respect yeah, is kind yeah, yeah, of a yeah, big yeah. deal that's, that's, <laughs> um, you get nothing else
0: right I think also another layer that and I think Bran is going to relate to this because um, I think for me, another thing that I'm kind of discovering about my identity is being in the neurodiverse spectrum. So for me, um, it's that idea that, um, like someone, cause for me, again, I'm in the ACE spectrum, neurodivergent spectrum. So it's a combination of things that sometimes kind of fight each other. Cause like, if someone is like, slightly flirting with me, I'm like, ooh, and in my brain, I already make the, the, the connection of like, oh, we're going to be f- friends, and then we're going to be more than friends, and we're going to all, you know what I mean? Like, that idea of, like, also getting crushes on your friends because you already established a background, um, and so, for me, I find it difficult, and I'm going to be very honest, and, you know, some people are going to probably click off of this, but sometimes in, in the space, the way that some creators network is by kind of, like, being flirty with them, So for me, as someone kind of in the neurodivergent spectrum, one of the ways that I I have a hard time kind of figuring out is people's actual intentions. Like, are you being nice to me because you want to get with me? Or are you being flirty with me but you actually don't mean it and you actually just... That's how you interact with people online. And then when I actually message you to hang out in a very, like... I wouldn't say, like, innocent way, but if I just say, like, hey, let's hang out sometime, and then you just ignore me, then I'm like, what's up with that like it's to me it's very confusing how sometimes that navigation happens and it's not just a content creator thing but I find it very confusing that thing of like
3: don't don't play friend with me uh in people's chats and then behind the scenes tell me oh you were just joking about playing games with me
6: mm-hmm.
3: like don't don't and again, like, and I, I think it's interesting that you were worried about people clicking off from this. But again, nothing that's being said is a judgment on the way that other people are operating through the space. If you're gonna flirt to get through the space, do it. If you're going to be sexual to get your bag, do it. If you have those strategies available to you and you're confident in them, fucking do it. I support you fully.
2: Just don't. Bring Just us don't expect this. me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't.
3: Don't. Don't 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 expect us to play into the same game because once you do that then you're going to be real hurt when we don't right like i i'm not gonna sexualize you or flirt with you or like make you feel like you're the most important person to me this week it's not how i operate instead what i'll do is i'll sit there and i will troll your chat every week for months right rick (laughs)
5: <laughs> I was literally about to say, yeah, I can, I can vouch battle that. One. Cheers,
3: <laughs> Cheers Brand.
5: I appreciate that. I'm so sorry,
3: Hi. I'm so sorry. But yeah, that. like that's that's the big thing. Is just like I'm not. I, yeah, we can't we can't be expected to play the same game. And once that's that's where I think the biggest issue arises is like that idea again of like it's not on y'all. We're not right. judging y'all. We're just upset that you get mad at us when we don't play the same game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I judge a little bit. And what I mean by judge is, like, (laughs) when, like, as someone in, in like, the ace spectrum and the neurodivergent spectrum, it's very important for me that people mean what they say. (laughs) Uh, Because it's, I don't want to have to assume that you're just joking. Or I don't have to assume that if you know you're not flirting but you mean to be flirty or vice versa like yeah absolutely like if that works for you and that's how you navigate in the industry and how you navigate in life then awesome but i i just to me it's it can be very difficult and challenging to kind of have to navigate myself i think that's where
3: like i should clarify what i'm saying is like i agree with you And to be very clear in what I'm saying is I will never judge another person for how they move through this space until it affects me in a negative way. Um, If they are using those same communication skills and expecting me to play the same game with them, and then, like I'm saying, getting disappointed with me, having falling outs with me, not vibing with me, then that's where, like, yeah, there's a problem, like what you're saying. Because... If someone was flirting with me or trying to, like, play those games with me and I'm shutting it down and they respect that, I won't even notice or really be questioning anything, you know? Right. Um, But once there's that, once there is that, like, risk of excommunication from them and their clique, that's when we have a problem.
0: Yeah, for sure, yeah. I I was I was very convinced that, that was that's what you meant, but I think for for my sake and for everyone's sake, oh I think god, it's god, good that we so all are communicating clear. and oh my god, clarifying. clear
3: communication during any sexual <laughs> what? <panel.
6: laughs>
0: what? Who would have thought?
3: <laughs>
0: Imagine that us talk like doing what we're preaching. Imagine mm-hmm. a thought, a concept.
3: <laughs> it's almost like this is actually how we operate in this space.
5: I wouldn't go that far. That's a bit, that's a bit
0: intense. (laughs) Wow. So speaking of uh, our online spaces and all of that stuff, something that's very new is the, particularly on Twitch, is the identity tags. So um, what has that experience been like for you all?
2: uh i'll say that it's so nice especially okay everybody if you find a streamer and you tell them how you found them it brightens our day yes i'll just say that because like a lot of us do wonder how you find us if it is (laughs) coming from somebody else who like either tweeted like if it's on twitter if it's through a discord if it's through you know you just exploring one of the tags or the game that we're playing or whatever we're doing uh let us know because it's amazing. Like, I had there's someone some come really in. cool
3: fucking people on this platform, and it's like, right, Where did you exactly. come from? hey,
2: <laughs> so whenever somebody's like, Oh, I'm so happy to see somebody who's you know, uh, you know, genderqueer, or I'm so happy to find somebody who's asexual, or like you know, any of the other identities as well that we use for our tags, it's always like so nice because it's like, Oh, you know, I. I feel really nice to find somebody else like me too like not just you find like because i feel the same if i find somebody who's just like me it's always like hey it's so nice to like have this conversation now where it's like we kind of have like the same probably minds i guess because you're cool it seems like you're cool enough to at least come in here (laughs) (laughs) and actually think that i'm kind of cool (laughs) but it's like Definitely tell us, because it's so nice to know, like, besides, like, not everybody looks at their analytics, I try not to after, like, way after streams, but, you know, telling us like, hey, we found you because of the asexuality tag or, you know, aromantic or anything that we've used is so nice uh, to know.
1: Yeah, I always <laughs> I always just straight up ask them. It's like a new person in chat, "How did you find me?" cuz I always <laughs> wanna know like and it's like Ooh, some yeah. people find you through the craziest ways, but definitely lately streaming with the new tags has been like it's people finding me through all these different tags that I've been using. We need more tags like yes. the limit, I mean, like um but yeah, and mm. no, it's been great. Um and usually there's a few people on it's much easier to find someone to raid. Um, mm-hmm. Before I was using peer-to-peer, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Um, I oh, found so God, many peer-to-peer
3: was so great.
1: So many great people through there, yeah. Um, and now I'm, see- I'm seeing those same streamers using the same tag on Twitch, and I'm like, there, there, there they are. Um, so it's really nice to see that, you know.
5: It has come with its trials, um, obviously, which we knew was going to happen, um, but from what I've seen, um, like the increase in trolls, the increase in kind of abuse that I might be getting in my chat, whilst sure is apparent, is nowhere near outweighed by the connections that I have already made from being able to find fellow aromantic streamers, uh, from you know being able to find fellow queer streamers and as of what four days ago being able to now find gendered streamers as well because mm. for some reason agender was wasn't that only
3: in... four days ago it wasn't yeah. in the original yeah. list yeah, of like was, 300 wasn't...
5: identities and i really don't know why, right. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. it was very
5: confusing uh, especially because i was like i fully was like oh agender is going to be there aromantic is the one i'm going to have to fight for and it was the other way around. Aromantic was there and Agenda wasn't and I was very confused and yeah, I was very, very, very confused. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when they listed out all the people they'd spoken to as well um, to like get the list of identities and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, yeah. But either way, you know, it's the the amount of people that I've been able to see. The amount of people that flooded to my chat when the email got sent out, the Agenda, the Agenda tag had been added. Like, so many people came to my chat and they was like, oh my goodness, Rick, your identity has been validated by twitch aren't you excited <laughs> it's like, yes you exist I now yeah i exist now it's yeah. fantastic um but it's 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 you know people understand that that's how we that's how we identify that's how i want people when they come to my space i want them to see those tags proudly i'm not ashamed of them if they have any problems with them they know where the back button is like i want to be able to find my fellow community i want to be able to proudly display those tags and as far as I'm concerned, over the past few weeks of them being added, it's just been nothing but community building and being able to kind of, yeah, be a little bit validated in the content that we create, not in ourselves, but people being able to come and see that I am one of these identities and I'm making this content and they can come and understand that everything that I do has you know the nuances of, of the identity behind it. Um, and I'm excited to see where it kind of where it goes.
4: I haven't been using them so much because I I have many I wish to use and Mm there's a tag limit (laughs) and um, so I've been really trying to figure out, like it's been hard for me to figure out which ones do I prioritize. uh, I re-talk about, uh, you know, how I have a lot of trauma and anxiety and I'm biracial. Next,
3: and I'm Demi. And by and which one of those do I prioritize? Like, <sighs> have a day for when they're planning on upping the limit on that? Because I know they confirmed they would up the limit. Do we have any idea of like a timeline on that? I no don't clue. Think so. Have I know. From but
5: From uh, the uh, uh,
3: uh, uh, it's Twitch.
5: Yeah, yeah, from the from the original <laughs> talk, they said that there was technical issues to upping the limit. So I don't know if they've actually confirmed that they're going to do it.
2: Mm -hmm. and every once in a while they'll look at the uh the like i forget the word not the petitions but basically everybody else putting mm -hmm. in um stuff to for twitch to kind of change and one that i've saw recently that i really really like is you know if we put any queer tags on so if i put asexuality i really hope like i don't have to put lgbtqia plus yeah, like also
3: yeah things, especially with like, and stuff like that yeah.
2: yeah where it's just like it adds it automatically as well which i think would be a really good idea because sometimes like yeah it's like i have so many identities i want to put in but obviously the limit and everything mm-hmm. so it's just like It would be great if you just like slap that on too, just like you know how we do like if I put in I'm playing Dub by Daylight, you say it's survival and I'm like, Cool. So if I put it in this, it should say that I'm LGBTQ. If I put in asexual,
3: you should still say survival. Let's go. (laughs) You should still say survival. Uh okay. That's that's good to know because I really was like banking on Twitch like getting together the extra tags ASAP. I didn't realize they had made a statement saying, "Oh, but this is hard." Yeah. <laughs> Twitch. Oh, it's hard.
0: Oh, it's it's hard. <laughs> oh, we don't have the Amazon money at all to work on these <laughs> things or to hire um, people to work them on budget. them. Oh no. <laughs> it's okay. If Bezos is uh,
5: going to space. That's where all the money's going now.
0: I... So, oh well. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I'm um, oh, crying said... to the Grime soundtrack in my in, in the background. Don't <laughs> Not crying. Right. What, what Val said is really true though, because you sit there, and I yeah, you kind of have to prioritize your identities. Um, yeah, is a you really have to weigh bizarre out, like, yeah. things Identity to do. Is worth yeah. marketing. And at first, I was kind of like, okay, well, I'll use these tags, and I it had a odd effect on me in that I was sitting there. I was like, wait, does that mean that I personally Feel that those are more important to me than my other identities because I don't at least I feel like I shouldn't feel that those are more important to me than my other identities because you know I am I am all of them at the same time I'm not gay more than I am agendered that's not how that works um, are you sure <laughs> oh, I don't know I'm now questioning myself um,
6: <laughs> but you know
5: it's, it, it, it was one of those moments of just like this feels wrong you know this this feels for ev- everything right that happened with the tags there was probably just as many things that as queer using that as an umbrella term content creators we again have to go through the trauma of Am I agendered enough to use the agenda tag? Oh should my I God. should I use That's it? That's a really you good know.
3: point though, that like, yeah, I didn't even, yeah. I forgot about that aspect of asexuality that a lot of people struggle with is am I ace enough? Yeah. Nope. yeah. I have that a lot. <laughs> really?
4: Oh yeah. Like is it, demisexual, like I don't want to speak over anybody else. I, you know, is that ace enough? Um, or you know, any number of things like that for sure. Oh yeah.
3: Well, I'm just gonna say it real quick in case this changes anything <laughs> for you. But like, you are ace enough, mm-hmm. no matter what. Well, I appreciate um, it. Yeah, 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 I got you. I'm here for you. If you ever need me to remind you of that, I can happily scream it at you. <laughs> um,
0: he just will, the, that's a, a, a casual, casual that's,
3: yell. That's, that's right. Yeah, no, 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 no 100%. 100% like, you'll be, like, you'll be just happily sleeping, and instead of a bird outside your window, you'll have a brand screeching about how your asexuality is valid. Don't mind me. I love when um, I wake up and
2: a brand screams at me. and I'm yeah, so... <laughs> <no. laughs>
3: um, yeah. No, like, having having the text for me has been actually really lovely, uh, just because how should i put this i felt like twitch became a more comfortable and more fun space for me once i identified actively and openly about being asexual Mm -hmm. and having the tags has bolstered that of just that idea of like and i'm gonna totally like so sorry dooboo i'm gonna just use you as like the reason that from now on i'm always gonna ask people how they find me um (laughs) You'd just be like, it's justified. Dubu does it so I can too. Um, <laughs> yes,
1: do it. <laughs> no, it's but, great. Like, it, like,
3: it, it, it's so great. Nice. No, you keep talking.
1: <laughs> no, I was going to say, it, it gets them excited as well, like, when they explain how they found you and stuff. So it, it's, it, it's fine it's, to do. And then
3: we get to connect over that, about that community yeah. and things like that. Like, I'm so happy, like, to have met so many ace people. And what's been happening to me lately is, like uh identifying as neurodivergent and using that as a tag has allowed other people who have lived with neurodivergency longer well not lived with but like recognize that in themselves longer and have been a good source of support for me and it goes both ways including in the ace tag of like meeting other beings who identify as ace and like the more i've talked about being ace on my channel the more valid i have felt in my identity
0: yeah i I also oh sorry
3: no you go ahead yeah yeah no, 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 you were finishing your sentence. <laughs> I don't remember what it is anymore. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, that is such a... Don't, no, it's fine. It's like, such a Discord I,
0: thing. Like, people cut out slightly, and I'm like, oh, they're done talking. It's <laughs> yeah, let's my talk. turn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> no, I wanted to also add to the the trans community that uh, you are trans enough, whether you identify as non-binary. If, you're, if you don't identify as cisgender, you are trans enough. It doesn't matter... If uh, you are on HRT, it doesn't matter if you've changed anything physically. It doesn't matter if uh, you are or aren't within the binary. You are enough. Um, So, and that applies to all the labels here, you know? Like, if if you identify, even if you think it's slightly with it, you are a part of that umbrella, therefore you are enough. (laughs)
3: Labels are for you, not for anyone else.
0: Yes, that part. (laughs) <laughs> um
3: i was just like i always just imagine like with the ace thing of like someone just like if someone else was to ever be like oh are you ace enough i'd tell them to fuck off <laughs> the idea of me being like oh am i ace enough it's like shut up kevin yes
0: <laughs> what's your <laughs> business kevin
3: <laughs> come on kevin that's my that's my inner critic's name uh i was taught in therapy to name it and that helps like other it because again like something that I've talked about on my channel a little bit is that idea of like our inner critic and the person who's asking us like are we blank enough, isn't us it's right? It's echoes of other people projecting on us. Um,
0: oh, we have yeah. someone else in chat who also named their inner critic Kevin. So love that. Oh my god! Hi. <laughs> oh it's gosh. the same I've been inner critic. Worse. It's
4: yeah. It's, it's the, the same, same one. inner critic. We <laughs> just warm. share it. Let's go. <laughs>
0: Some people share brain cells uh, on some people and some people share inner critics. Some we love inner critics.
2: It. It's <laughs> Love that.
0: <laughs> As we wrap up our discussion, I know, can you believe it's all, it's almost been two hours. Um, we we can quickly get into uh representation in media whether it's games films tv and whether we have resonated with any specific characters or storylines or whether we want more of those which obviously we do let's you know that's a rhetorical question but um yeah have you seen or experienced any storylines or any characters in media that you've resonated with or stood out to you in any way and I know within the A spectrum is kind of, we have to kind of dig a little bit.
2: <laughs> I I cracked my knuckles because I've been waiting for this question the most. Because I I'm have excited. a list. Oh, <laughs> you have a list? list. I, definitely, Ooh. Oh my God, I definitely have talked so. to Dubu before because I know we've talked about how uh like Kiryu Kazuma from Yakuza and I also feel like Luffy from One Piece are both like a spectrum characters um one series that I didn't know until recently because I I saw um basically I found them through uh like an agender Twitter but I found out like Common Rider has like a lot of representation and like two of the actors are ace and agender. And I was like, yo, this is amazing. And then also Play, uh, I believe one of them also, their character is agender in the show as well. And they have like a lot of representation uh, outside of that too with um, trans characters and gay as well. And I was like, excuse me? I didn't know that there was like literally you know, a whole show that has like a bunch of awesome representation, especially Ace and gender, which is amazing. So, um, they're on like all a bunch of different seasons too. Um, and then one series that I really like, it's not specifically Ace, but um, Our Dreams at Dusk is a manga that I really enjoyed. Um, it has like a spectrum of LGBTQIA2 plus characters in it. Um, and it's really like Bit of coming of age and like find you know, kind of that fo- uh found family aspect too. But they did speak a bit about asexuality in there, and I was like, Oh my god, anytime I see it, like especially in media, and I've been finding it a little bit more in manga lately, where it's just like even if it's just like spoken about briefly, I'm like, Oh, what? <laughs> there's people out there who realize that there's asexual people, and it's always so nice. But I will. Those are the few that I have to briefly
1: talk about. <laughs> yes. Um. One actually, there's an anime this year slash manga, called Bloom Into You, uh, which is a Yuri anime, and it has an a like an actual official Ace Arrow Ace uh, character, not the main character. Um, but it's the first time I've, well, not one one of the first times I've seen such a happy, like confident Ace character. Because he's just like he's so comfortable with how he is and his life and like you know he's he's comfortable with not being in a relationship, but he still likes reading like stories about like with with romance in them. He mm-hmm. likes reading manga with story like romance storylines, and I'm like, this is like like a real person in an anime. So I've been
2: meaning to read really that like it. one. It's on my list. Do it. Yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll have to look at my Google Books too. I think there was like another one that I might have been reading, or I might be getting it all mess messy lately. But <laughs> it's always nice to just feel like, oh, now it's like popping up in a lot of cult, you know, media and stuff too. Especially, I feel like getting it's a lot in manga, especially like independent manga. I feel. Um, has been popping up more with like LGBTQIA2 plus rep um, and also seeing a lot more ace people instead of us just being like, I think this character is, like I said, my first yeah. two, I was like, I feel like they must be, <laughs> right? But like, it's nice to actually start seeing like, hey, um companies and shows and different media are starting to take the steps to showcase there are people outside of just being gay and lesbian <laughs> which is amazing too but like I would love to see
3: more I mean I, 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 I'm really excited to hear that these characters exist uh, at the same time it's a little heart-wrenching for me to recognize that these characters aren't existing in western media
1: yes oh yeah
3: um, so like I did a quick google of asexual characters and like in animation there's eight in film there's three in literature there's maybe ten uh and it's one of those things where it's like i'm glad that those characters exist but damn yeah yeah like yeah, and the, it always only... always kills me sorry i was just gonna say oh, that it no. always kills me when the go-to character that people say is ace is spongebob
4: uh, oh no i no. didn't even think about er, him earlier. <laughs> really oh. ew
3: yeah because and like i've had someone be like yeah but in one episode he actually like asexually reproduces and i'm like
4: oh i hate that
3: yes. <laughs> he's, he's Spon- asexually <laughs> i hate everything about that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like mm-hmm. I think the other the other character that we would probably all know off the top of our head is Peridot from Steven Universe.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but that's about it. Like it's there's there's very, very few characters I think yeah. who have actively been asexual on yeah.
4: yeah. For me the only character I could think of was Parvati from Outer Worlds. Uh yeah. which you have to have that's it played our Outer World. Totally recommend it um her body has a canon like she has an ace uh it's romantic relationship and it's just so cute and she directly states that she's ace and like it's it's very like it talks about how attraction is different for her so she wasn't sure how to make that work romantically and like that was really refreshing for me because i kind of exist in a similar space i think it's the only time i've seen like that kind of a romantic like ace relationship like depicted in a game
3: (laughs) It's the only one on the Wikipedia.
4: Yeah, like literally the only thing I could think of.
3: It's I, literally the only yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so that, that's the only thing I could get because I was equally kind of. I was like, I was trying to look and think. Like, I can think of a couple of characters like in Hades. I'm sure most people think of Artemis as like an ace or arrow, um, or ace and arrow. Hey. Uh, uh, exactly character, <laughs> but she's not confirmed that. I don't think. Um, I'd be really happy no. if she was, but. Um, mm-hmm. So I was trying to look for like Confirmed, like okay. Canonical, and that was the only one I, I could find or
3: think I think is the only one. Yeah. yeah.
1: There's it's like, awesome. you have to go for like the small games if you want to find ace characters, like, mm-hmm. you know, like indie games, like Ace in Space. I love that game. Um, mm-hmm. Arcade Spirits, I remember, has like an mm-hmm. aromantic, yeah. well, yeah, asexual I aromantic. I think that's one battle, of the few games really I've nice. seen what, you have even, like, like an
4: actual ace option. Mm-hmm.
3: But even like Bug Snacks, which has all sorts of queer representation, I can't stop thinking about Bug Snacks ever. Uh mm. but they have a character, Gramble, who it's hinted pretty severely that they're asexual, but they never actually like say they are this thing. Which is yeah. It's it's interesting yeah. to me that I I yeah, I'm craving I'm I think I now that we're having this conversation, I'm craving characters that are just flat out like look, I'm ace yeah 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 I think um, you could you could also, like say that at the start of a platformer and i'd be happy
5: yeah. <laughs> i think because of the lack of character and because of the lack of kind of direct representation i find myself kind of gravitating towards the stories that don't necessarily focus around sex or relationships or romanticism as their mm-hmm. core kind of a core pillar of their story which is still fair and far between because whilst don't get me wrong writing isn't easy. Script writing and you know story writing isn't. It's not an easy thing to do. It is you know using using sex as a uh you know as a, a motivator for a character is, is a very easy thing to do. To using you know a relationship that someone wants to either maintain or to achieve is a very very easy motivator for characters. So I find myself loving films like Moana, which is potentially one of the oh. only Disney princesses who doesn't try to win someone's heart yeah. like her entire no story interested. has nothing like, to do i'm
3: too busy i'm gonna sail
5: yeah eventually. <laughs> um and i you know i'll find myself watching a lot of gritty tv dramas um that are like office based or something like that because there's very little space for romance and you know relationships and those <laughs> other things and hmm. it's not because
3: everyone's dying, <laughs> <laughs> dying.
5: yeah Essentially, like I've been watching Sweet Tooth recently, which uh, on Netflix is incredible. Yeah, Sweet Tooth is incredible. Blitz. Again, it's more about familial relationships rather than you know interpersonal sexual relationships, um, which is fantastic and it's a breath of fresh air. When I know that, I kind of touched on it earlier. I again i don't want to give off the impression that i'm dead inside because i promise i'm not but like the the chase of two people going through hardships and then finally overcoming it and getting together at the end does really trigger that emotional response that it does in a lot of other people um but you show me a, a video or a film where you know the sister has sacrificed everything to save her brother i will be in floods of tears underneath my blankets you know not being able to coherently put a sentence together because that kind of connects to me way more Um, so that's what I found myself doing instead of trying to seek out you know as you say those characters that kind of as we've just proved don't really exist to a huge extent I find myself going to stories instead Um, which is nice but it would be nicer if we had you know actual representation instead
2: yeah oh, i feel yeah. like oh
1: sorry <laughs>
2: <laughs> i was just gonna go back to the talk about western media how like it is something where i think they just really focus more on also the kill your gays aspect too mm-hmm. but like gaze. whenever yeah they're there like is a gay, oh they must be having
3: sex constantly they
2: must be super sexual they must be dead in like the first episode Uh, they're They're also like the very sassy friend as well who's there for the comedy relief sometimes and it's like how about we not do that and let's step Mm -hmm. out of there let's also show other representation and it like we said it really just comes down to like indie groups honestly like those mm. are always the ones where it's like if we need to find representation it's always like the smaller indies instead of like big media because big media's go- gonna just kill us off anyway
1: right yeah um <laughs> people were mentioning bojack horseman in chat i love the way they did that so todd is asexual in that they did mm. a whole like coming out they did do- they show him finding his like, community GLAD, and i'm like right? He yeah um I I can't remember but I it was a it was nice to see that in like such a That's nice. You know, that's a pretty big show. So um meanwhile like there's been bad representation like in House I think it was um Oof. where they treated it as a disease pretty much so yeah. Uh... Yeah.
0: Yeah, that it show was pretty was horrifying. Very problematic.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah i forgot I forgot about how how asexuality could be treated as a disease. I forgot about that entire aspect of these conversations
0: right mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh, like older ish uh, medical shows where you're like, oh, you're fixing someone that that's... you don't want to have
3: sex that needs to be cured
0: right yeah no <laughs> that's
5: that's a huge problem in a lot of like Hopefully, we've moved on from it, but from a lot of those early 90s rom coms, was a lot of women not wanting sex and men having to be the ones to fix that. Um, yes. and chasing after, I them. will and can't go like, to this mountain, yeah, exactly. And it's like, I will
3: my flag,
5: yeah.
0: So Hate many
2: rom coms are just like. This is, a, you know, a woman who's just out there doing her thing, just living her life. Minding her know?
3: business.
2: Minding her business. <laughs> Women are not allowed to live their lives. In, <laughs> yeah. Not looking for a relationship at all. And then it's like a man comes in and then it's like, we're going to get it on. We're going to date. You're I'm going to get you out of here. You're probably just going to become a, a housewife now. <laughs>
4: it's like that, that whole fix it. I will fix uh, you thing. Yeah. I hate mm-hmm.
2: that yeah which all really just comes down to the whole thing of, yeah I can I can change it. you haven't met the one yet mm-hmm.
0: right yeah, it's a, it's a problem for sure. I think like we talked about it kind of um within like previous conversations that we that we had, but too bad if you're listening to it again um but um because I'm gonna say it again, like I think companies need to, let go of the idea that admitting that a character is queer or in like explicitly mentioning that a character is queer is isn't a risk to be taken or isn't like a thing that like oh my god you know i need to because i hate that thing that a lot of, that happens a lot where like a character it's like either implied or not implied at all. And then the creator is like, well, that character was queer coded the whole time. And it's like, well, okay.
3: Isn't, isn't necessarily the people making the shows. And I would argue that the problem isn't necessarily the people creating the art. I would argue that the problem is in the rating system. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I mean, it's still a thing. I'm pretty sure where if two male presenting characters or non-women presenting characters kiss that it's instantly rated r that it has to be censored that it can't be uh broadcast on live television like it's not a thing of just like these uh artists and these directors like are necessarily like choosing to not have these characters it's a thing with the ratings as a whole where it's like talking about fairness
5: Are you saying the system's against us? I'm. I think
3: I am. am. Uh, I'm. I'm so sorry for that. Uh, Uh, Hi, (laughs) welcome. Uh, On today's report, uh, (laughs) the straits don't like us.
0: (laughs) We're learning so much today. Oh my god, we really are. Yeah,
3: I. That I think that's like a worthwhile thing to mention. It's just like I don't think I. I don't. I think it's on the artists. I think it's on the fact that like there is very real consequences still for creating queer characters and talking about sex. Even if it is to say like I don't want it uh if they are explicit it does actually cause huge consequences and until that's fixed we have a big, big
0: right big. Yeah, I, I guess my, my thing was more towards, like, I guess in the gaming spectrum, like, publishers who usually are the ones pressuring the devs or, you know, mm-hmm. studios as far as movies and TV goes and stuff like that, where um, someone like, you know, Netflix or someone like Microsoft can't afford to be like, oh, my character, which they have, like, they Microsoft mm-hmm. uh, has... Uh, published the game Tell Me Why, which had the first AAA trans lead character, and oh they God. can afford to have to take that quote unquote risk where maybe the game will not come out in certain countries or certain um, you know in certain areas, but they can afford to do that because they're like no fuck the system, we're gonna release this and we're gonna make sure that people see themselves in in that game, and I I hope that more big corporations and studios kind of think like that and don't mm-hmm. release it in june because we need media that is <laughs> aimed at us throughout the entire year
2: <laughs> and also yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Al- oh, sorry <laughs> and also uh how about we just like not and i mean this explicitly well, now I just forgot my. <laughs> I, just I forgot my point. I'm screaming.
3: Okay. Uh, I hate when that while, happens. While, while pants <laughs> finds their point. Um, yes. I'm, I'm thank leaving. you. Uh, I was just gonna say, <laughs> hey friends, uh, if you see an indie game with any sort of queer representation that you think is awesome and outside the norm, wishlist it on Steam. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's one of the yeah. best things you can do for an indie title. So even if you're not planning on getting it anytime soon, go wishlist bug snacks. Go wishlist um, what's it called? Uh, the match three that's coming up that has a lot of spirit really swap. awesome spirit swap. Go go, go wishlist that game
4: or validate games.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Validate them. That's what will drive what publishers think will sell. Yeah. Even if they don't sell for some reason, they pay a lot of attention to wishlists. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the best things that we can do in the gaming space, at least to. Help create opportunities for more characters to survive and more characters to exist. Uh, We unfortunately we don't really have that kind of say when it comes to popular media like television and things like that. But I'm willing to bet that if we can start changing the game space in a very positive way, especially with the force that it's been in the past year, uh, popular media will follow.
0: Yeah, and and like uh, oh oh, yes no no before you forget.
2: (laughs) <laughs> I, I I have it written, so I will remember.
0: Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to add, like, in other types of media, ways that you can support is uh, by literally opening your purse. Like, if you see, you know, if a movie comes out and you can afford to go see it multiple times, do it. Like, bring friends over, like, do all of, as much as you can so that they see that money can be made. That actually, our money is actually worth it. Turns out our money is this has the same value as straight money. Uh, who would have thought? Mm-hmm. Um, and in the opposite end, if you see a show that's portraying us negatively or Problem in a problematic way, then actively don't support it. Don't click on their social media. Don't in, don't engage with them. Don't give them the follows or the clicks or the retweets. Talk about,
3: Talk about how they're uh how they should be shamed as a company. Yeah. Like already uh there's an indie game that's coming out that I won't get into too much, but it had some language uh that was very um uh that I it's hard to imagine that they didn't realize it but still that was very much like a hinted at anti-protester and anti-indigenous people's language Uh, but because the content creators who were playing the game realized that and started talking about that that's being patched out and that's being completely changed and rewritten and hopefully for the better so that it has a positive effect as opposed to a negative effect talking about these things on social media is huge retweeting things is huge making jokes and criticizing things is huge um and it's free yeah be an ass it's free do it (laughs) bullying works bullying (laughs) works just never bully an individual (laughs) until they fuck up and then go at it i'm kidding don't this is not, <laughs> That's not the takeaway um, no. the, 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 whole, Two hour the views of us as a whole do n- are not represented <laughs> by one individual uh, no don't don't no? bully don't bully but the idea is like if if there's a project or something out there that causes pain like to talk about these things and address it like we've already seen big changes in the space like for instance uh gamer glam cosmetics uh is now thriving uh a large part because of the bullshit that elf cosmetics pulled. Mm. um games like Remothered are basically not played in queer communities anymore because we're all aware of how trash they are. Um, Yeah, I would say like, I think that there's an expectation like with content creation that if you don't stream, if you don't have a big platform that your voice doesn't matter, but that's just not the case. Um, Talking about these things on social media is huge Uh, because yeah, that's just how it works. Um, And again, it's free.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm I I have my point and I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Um, Yes. Okay. I am sick of also queer, you know, representation in games only being about trauma. Stop. I want just queer people going on a freaking (sighs) Final Fantasy-ass journey and fighting (laughs) monsters, you know? Sometimes I just want that. I don't want it to always be like... Now I have to cry because there's so much trauma that's going to affect not only myself if I'm streaming it, also my community. So let's let's not do this anymore. I want to see, you know, I want to see genderqueer people who are... You know, every spectrum of the queer community just going out there having a grand old time for 60 hours. I want a JRPG of it. I don't know, or or just regular RPG of it (laughs) right this second where I get to just go out there and do that and not and Not in a way of me customizing my character too, because yes, I can customize my character, but that's not the same as actually having the representation right there and then of a character that's already pre-made. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> no, no,
0: that's a big one. And I think sometimes I think we don't get to really choose sometimes the representation that we have because sometimes we're like, oh, well, it's very limited. But sometimes it's I see queer people being like, well, you can make your character to be queer and therefore there is representation. The, the, the idea of representation is that that company slash publishers slash studio is taking a stance by representing us properly
3: and risking their money Mm -hmm. exactly
0: so it's like Like, by them being like oh well you can be whatever you want it's like uh, that's not really gonna change the minds of a cis hat person you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like if and and also that idea that pants was saying like that's why a lot of queer representation in games is based off of drama of not drama, trauma, uh is because Well Well <laughs> <and drama. laughs> Uh that's because and you know The Last of Us Part 2 comes to mind. Um is that's how straight people see that oh, straight people will be able to relate slash empathize with these characters even if they don't relate with them because they're gonna see them getting horribly treated and therefore they're gonna feel bad for them and it's like i don't know if that's necessarily I don't, that. I don't
3: know if i agree that that's where that comes from i also think like yeah, i think that might be part of it but i think it's also worth bringing into the idea of the fact that we are very much still uh affected by the morality system and that idea of like if someone is queer they have to die mm-hmm. as a way to repent for their bullshit um like it's the same thing with a lot of horror movies right like Mm -hmm. the idea of like two kids have sex in the woods they must die same with queerness like ah there's a queer character they must die um i think there is an aspect that it's like maybe this is how they relate but i think there's also an aspect that is baked into uh story writers and developers and marketers that the only way we can safely portray a queer character without getting a lot of flack is to portray them in the morality guys which is to say they must be punished for their sins and
0: transgressions Mm -hmm. Right, which is
3: super terrifying, but I think it's worth noting that that exists. Oh, absolutely. And why, again? Media and games like Bug Snacks are really important to support, where that's not the case, and people are mm-hmm. being celebrated. Because um, that's the other thing too: is like, again, like we can talk about wanting these things, but mm-hmm. if everyone is just saying, "I don't understand why there's not more ace in media," or "I don't understand why there's not more healthy, celebrated queer characters," which games are you paying money for? Yeah. Because The Last of Us 2 killed their queer characters, but God made a lot of money. Oh, so
0: Which tells fun. them yeah. they can do Which that tells again. Them and won <laughs> a lot of killing our queer too. characters.
2: Um, Let's think about that, how they won so many awards mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. for doing that. Love to mm-hmm. see it.
0: Which Sorry, also, no, you know correlates to how a lot of press also is very cis-head led mm-hmm. and so it's like the people giving these awards and giving these reviews aren't necessarily always speaking from our perspectives but we could go on and on y'all it's been almost two hours and a half and I know that y'all are busy y'all have things to do Dubo needs to go to bed y'all um so <laughs> <laughs> yeah Let's oh, yeah, uh, let's sorry. go down the line. Talk about our our channels and what people can expect. Just a quick little self promo moment. And by quick, I mean take as much time as you need. If you have a lot going on, I please do so not sort So another half yourself. hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, please, no. Uh, Dubu needs to go to bed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we can start. Okay. We can yeah, we can go down the line. So we can start with Dubu and then every everyone else.
1: Uh, okay, so, yeah, I'm... Once again, I'm Dubu. Uh I'm not streaming too much lately because I just started uni. Um, I'm actually studying <gasps> film, and, uh... Yeah! It's my goal to make a film with an ace main character. Fuck yeah!
3: Yeah! Yes!
6: One day.
1: One day. Let's go. Um, Sponsor Dubu, um,
3: Kickstarter yes. coming soon! <laughs> on um, put so, yeah, Dubu on your wish list. Put Dubu on your wish list.
1: One day. Yeah, put me on your wish list one day. Um... But, yeah, I stream a lot of chill games, and um, uh, I have no idea what else to say. I'm tired. It's 4 a.m. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, <no>. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Follow, uh, follow uh, that's the
0: That's the tweet. Yeah. Follow, follow- Yeah,
2: <laughs> Absolutely. They are a legend, and I love them. Um, my name is Pants Trapeon. Uh, you can follow me. That's the name everywhere, basically. Uh, all this month, I am raising money for AMFAR, which is for AIDS research. Um, and I also have a couple in, I have one interesting D D <laughs> one shot uh-huh. that's gonna be Same. on yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so definitely check on that because it's gonna be my first time DMing, and also mm-hmm. a lot of other people's first times, or people who haven't played mm-hmm. very much as well. Awesome. And maybe <laughs> you'll see Ruby there. I don't know
0: i'm trying uh, to hint at it with my reactions like uh-huh <laughs> 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 Love it. uh
2: and yeah i'm just chaotic queer and a vtuber most of the time so oh, yeah hello
0: <laughs> yes bran uh
3: hi i'm bran uh sir brand dude uh everywhere uh i'm just your neighborhood comfy a uh yeah play a lot of chill things talk about sexuality and boundaries uh appreciate y'all happy to be here uh that's all i've got
0: that's a that's <laughs> a, a lot of iconic behavior that you have don't you know
4: <laughs> mood mm-hmm. right <laughs> oh okay hi <laughs> uh i'm space valkyries or val i'm uh uh shy and anxious a lot then i forget my words uh i am um, also a mood right (laughs) uh i i do a lot of cozy games narrative games i'm also a sci-fi fantasy writer so i like everything and anything in terms of narrative uh and especially bonus points if it's like you know gay (laughs) make it not straight thank you um I'm losing my words. Uh Oh, the one thing I did have this month that already happened, but I'm still technically part of, is uh I am part of Twitch's Pride 2021 event. So uh, great. I got to be on so front page. So that was the thing. That was cool. I got to talk about not knowing what my gender is uh, in front of a lot of people, <laughs> and that it's okay. So yeah.
0: Love that. Normalizing those conversations is huge oh, as well. yeah.
4: Mm-hmm
0: yeah
5: uh cool hi everyone i'm rick uh or walkman or kiki if i'm doing drag uh, which i do on wednesdays and saturdays um i am yeah queer content creator too. uh very very chaotic uh i am agendered aromantic i talk about that a lot in my streams um yeah uh play a lot of um multiplayer games dbd mmos like final fantasy 14 um try to play a lot of narrative games too uh trying to work my way through horizon zero dawn at the moment um all that good stuff um also play a lot of tabletop rpgs too so we try and do it at least once a month um before christmas it was uh, we had a few DD one shots uh we recently just did a thirsty sword lesbians um campaign which again is another amazing queer uh tabletop rpg which is literally dripping in queerness so you good. could not get more queer. So, it's, good. It's so good uh, another another thing to support if you like tabletop rpgs and queerness Uh, And yeah, we'd love to have you over the melon patch. So come over and check us out at some point.
0: Hell yes, please follow all of them. All of their links are in chat if you're on Twitch. They're in the description if you're on YouTube and literally everywhere else in uh, where you can listen to podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. You can find me on most platforms at Project Ruby, the Project Ruby on TikTok. I may or may not be getting into, you know, uh, tabletop RPGs myself, uh, but you didn't hear it from me. Uh, More to come on my Twitter. Um, I don't know why an accent just comes out of nowhere every once in a while. Love that (laughs) for me. Um, An accent that's not even my own, you know? Love that. I have my own accent. I don't need to replicate a different one. Why do I do that? Um, But... (laughs) thank you so much uh next week we're going to have a panel on queer media uh so we're we're actually going to be having a conversation with people that work in different industries like with writing journalism uh acting gaming etc and it's going to be um great to hear their perspectives on working in industries that are very cishets you know uh centric and uh heavy and see their perspectives and what they do to bring awareness and representation to the table as much as they can so uh please stay tuned for that it's going to be next week i'm pretty sure same time but i'll confirm it on twitter i forget things um and yeah a lot of fundraising a lot of shenanigans and um Yeah, follow everybody. We love you. Have a wonderful time. And uh, yeah, goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.